Welcome back to Don't Cut a Book Club. My name is Luke. My name is Dan. We're up to chapter 32 of The Lost War, and we're just going to jump into it. We've yeah. Okay, yeah. Warm up today. Let's get in there. Um, it's been a it's been a wild uh, a wild section, rough ending to this section, uh, but we'll we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just want to say my first note is a basic one, not very like well thought out, but this place just overall just awful. <laughs> <laughs> like every every like step outside of a safe haven is very bad and it's really stressful yes i agree i think the comparison you made last week to the vagrant is very apt here because Mm -hmm. just like that world things are really not looking good for this whole society like at what point do you get to say like i quit at what point do you get to say like (laughs) I quit. I'm like done with all of this. I'm going to just like dig a big hole and I'm just going to be, right. a, I'm going to live underground because right. things are just too bad out there. Like now, okay, first there's like zombies that will, they just have to touch you and then you're out of commission. Then there's like the bandits that are apparently just trying to murder everybody and are like kind of like, somewhat organized in their in their process of doing it they're like reavers they're just mm-hmm. like i don't know they seem like kind of assholes <laughs> yeah we don't have a ton a ton on the reavers yet it's a little nebulous right um <laughs> right well and then on top of that now you have R not going around being like hey you guys i know like normally going out at night might be safer because you can get away from the bandits. Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, it's a really bad idea. Don't go out at night. I'm not going to tell you why. Because things are scary enough. But uh, oof, really bad at night. Don't do it. It's pretty It's pretty bad. Uh, uh, and then and then your question is like, Arnak, you can tell me. Is it a demon? Because, you know, we've there's demons out and about. Like, is it a demon? Come on, be straight with me. And Arnak's like, well... There's good news and bad news. Good news is it's not a demon. Bad news is it might be worse than a demon. <laughs> I just honestly don't know what it is. We've got we, a name. We're, we're throwing a name at it. We've got a name that who knows if it's right. Yeah, yeah. Very, very rough. Good. Very rough. It seems like there are other countries and it's like, I might just go. I might just go there. At a certain point, like, yeah. At a certain point, it's time. It's time to go. It's time to leave this place behind. At the, or maybe you become fish people. You know, we just read Seven Eves. Mm-hmm. Maybe we need to seriously consider going to the ocean and just becoming fish people because it might be it might be a good fresh start for everybody. Always a good option. Speaking of the terrible nature of everything that's going on in this book, who is actually thinking that they're going to go to this like tower complex in the leper town and do anything good? Mm. Like what? Uh, uh, like there was apparently 
a sort of like hospital in the middle of the Black Hills where people were trying to cure this thing. What are you doing? Like, I imagine we would figure this out pretty quick that like, yeah, these things aren't working. And in fact, um, these things will die eventually if just nobody goes near. So we're going to say it's off limits. But instead, they're like, yeah, keep going. We need help. Send people in. Try and solve this thing. Let's get it taken care of. Right. You could, in theory, end it by just doing, like, a month-long quarantine. But now that I think about this... (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm now now thinking about it, too. Oh, oops. Too, Too soon. Too soon. Too soon, I think. Um, but the difference but here I, is like, I get at the very beginning, if you're like, we can cure this thing, let's use our medieval knowledge of medicine to, to help potentially. And I get that they're working on it for a little bit, but as time goes on, you've got to think like, there's, I'm not, I can't figure this out. Right. Right. So like you see, really like heartwarming stories of I don't want to do COVID as an example because it's depressing but like of you know like let's say a a doctor that's risking their lives and they're like helping a ton of people and eventually they die due to whatever the dangers of whatever they're working on sure this one they're doing all of that and did do all of that without the benefit of actually helping anyone (laughs) Right. Nobody got better. We can say this definitively. We know literally no one got better from this thing. <laughs> oh, for, oh, for 20,000. I don't know what the numbers are. Oh, for a lot. And, and people kept going until very recently, it sounds like. And here's the thing. I can imagine the person that's going, though. And let me just... The person that's going, right? They're like, um, yeah, I just love medicine. I really want to be a doctor because I'm passionate about patients. And uh, I got a 4.0 GPA in, uh, in class. And I'm just, I'm really excited to start my residency and really shake up, really shake up medicine. You know, I'm, I'm just here to serve and I just really want to help people. And so I'm going to go to the, the leper town and I'm just going to, I'm going to try and make a difference, you know, because... Nobody's nobody's really caring about this population, but I I think I can make I think I can make an impact. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, more I think there's a part of me that thinks that Morian might have infected these like really annoying people who were there, just to <laughs> shut them up, just to be like, we get it, you're passionate about helping the less fortunate, just like please shut up, you haven't done anything. <laughs> This is this is phenomenal. Um, <laughs> not not talking personally at all, I assume. But I can um, just imagine the kind of the kind of person that's going there. Imagine the ego on the people who are going there after like mm-hmm. five months go by and they've cured literally no one. Yeah, I assume that. So okay, the first people that went were fine. Yeah, were good people. Sure, right. The people that go five minutes in are, 
I feel like we're going negative, unnecessarily negative on these people that are like risking their lives. But I, I will say probably a little bit of arrogance. And that's not to say that they're not doing something good. Like, I think it's great if they want to go try and help. But I think I can just imagine the arrogance of the kind of person that thinks no one, literally no one else has succeeded. I need to be the one to go help. Like your help, definitely, definitely coming from a good place. But also, please, please <laughs> just like stop. Except for our boy Aranog. Yeah, I guess. But uh, I, I feel like we're coming to this conclusion a little too late. Oh, interesting. Like it's a if curses exist in this world, mm-hmm. it's it's like it seems like a one of the more likely possibilities. Oh, for sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. But- so it's just weird to me that it's like so shocking that it was a curse. Okay, I agree with you. I think we're still spot on because I don't think they're sending Droida to mm. this place like i don't think those are the people that are going i think the people that are going did like four years in med school and they're like i'm gonna do my residency in the leper town right because i want to serve the less fortunate and it's like they've already tried that they already tried a lot <laughs> of that you know what i mean like try something yes. new like we need to send somebody who's doing something new so i could get if they right. if they're like wave two was let's send the wizards and like see if the wizards can figure it out which apparently isn't that hard <laughs> so like maybe we should have tried that but my point is just like i imagine they weren't trying anything new they were just like sending more regular people who'd gone through med school to try they were throwing sure. doctors at this thing hoping that one of them would figure it out right right i i, I see your point that's that's fair great um tough tough place <laughs> you hate to be from like if you're born in a place called leper town tough <laughs> i don't it might have been given that name i also don't is that the actual name of it i remember leper was in the name yeah oh yeah. my god okay yeah yeah pretty rough i imagine they gave it that name after the fact but it seems rude to just like because it's only been that it's less than a year into this sickness okay but right? then think about okay 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 then if that's true if this place was called leper town before the black the blackening happened my first thought is like it's a curse you guys it's it's for sure a curse there's no way by random chance leper town has a plague <laughs> that starts there somebody has a very bad sense of humor and <laughs> did this that it's got to be this is a biological right. this is an attack because it's asking for it, right? Like, if it's called Leopardtown and there is a plague there, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, then, then you've got to think there's some kind of, some kind of suspicious action going on. It's with not the, a coincidence. Of that. It's not a coincidence. 
you have to be asking who decided we would call the t- the town Leopard Town specifically who because I need a conversation Gre- with them. Greg, didn't didn't you say that we should call Leopard Town last week? Oh yeah, it's a good name. My cousin, my <laughs> See, cousin's named Leper. It's a great name. <laughs> um, whew, yeah, good stuff. Let me let me switch us over um, to Minigog, your boy. Um, what's going on with him? Like, did we did we win? And he's like in prison. Or did we like win and he's just like taking a break? <laughs> I don't quite follow. Did, did like I think I might have missed something at the beginning. What's going on with like us beating him, but still being worried that he's causing a bunch of stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it sounds like what happened was right. Apparently, this guy is so powerful that he was the one caught like doing the whole war like he was summoning demons and like creating his own army and so they defeated him by locking him in the in the like tower of their old capital so uh aranok i think was the one who like locked him away in this tower Mm. and that's there is a kind of a subplot that's happening that we are only getting a few instances of so far, but where this guy goes through the lake, he's like traveling somewhere and he passes by the tower where our boy, our bad boy is imprisoned. Um, So I think they just are like, they think they've got him locked away. Like, like there is no more, he like he's not summoning demons or causing people to rise from the dead and attack everybody anymore. So they're assuming like, yeah, it seems to have worked. We locked him away. Does he have like a personal really good bodyguard demon? You're asking why can't we just go in there and kill him? Right. Yeah. Or yeah, I don't know. Or like light everything on fire around there or or like stop delivering food to his cell. Yeah, but that would be pretty inhumane, Luke. <laughs> be pretty rude. I guess, I guess my point. I want to hear a little bit more about how he's, like, what the stalemate is. Mm-hmm. Maybe they mentioned it and and I missed it, but um, they haven't given. It seems like he should be our main focus. I don't know. Still. I don't know though, Luke, because it feels like there's a lot of other things to worry about. Well, okay, 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 okay. But, like, on all of these things, they're like, is it Minigog? I think it might be. But I'm not sure. And it would be nice to just, like, have that loose end tied up so you can be sure. I, but, like, how? How are you going to tie that up? Like, go ask him? Kill him! <laughs> what are we doing? Oh, uh, yeah. All right. I'm sure there's a... I, like, I imagine they would have tried to kill him if they could, right? I guess, Like. Yeah. They're not just going to lock him up and be like, eh, it's probably fine. <laughs> we don't believe in capital punishment here, so I think it's fine. Right, but I mean, I, okay, okay. I Like, I recognize that, that there's probably a reason, but it just seems like we put it on the back burner. Mm. And I still, I'm going to come back at you, though, because it's like, sure, we put it on the back burner, 
but our house is currently on fire at the same time. Like, there is a lot of other things happening that are very bad. Okay, I mean, sure. I the, <laughs> It does seem like there's a little bit of a conspiracy going on that we quite ha- haven't quite, like caught up with yet mm-hmm. maybe the maybe the king's doing something suspicious well, we know the king's doing something suspicious but we, we don't quite know what it is yet right luke do you want to hear my theory mm-hmm. for what's going on so embedded within our group is a traitor luke Ooh, and I mean, I I know who the traitor is. Do you have any guesses for who, who the traitor might be? Ooh, okay. If I had to guess, I would go with the monk. Oh, interesting. Based on just kind of like that feels right. Mm. You know, I did think, I think the monk's name is Mariston. Is that right? Yes. I did for a moment consider Mariston. He's got a, you know, he's got a mysterious past. Perhaps he's he's a little bit too nice, you know. He's a little bit too polite to everybody. Got to be suspicious of the people that are too nice. Yeah, I don't think it's him though. Okay. Pretty sure it's Glorbad, right? <laughs> I mean, first and most obvious clue, the word bad is in his name. He has a he has a it's a bad name. Well, we let's get that out of the way. Objectively, a bad name. If if like you walked up to me and introduced yourself as Glorbad, like oh you're pretty probably pretty evil, probably not gonna be friends with you. <laughs> oh, you're gonna be the the main villain in our story at the end. <laughs> you're gonna be the one that turns at the end because your name is Glorbad. Oh, this is this is interesting. I never found I never thought to find myself in a in a story about an evil villain, but here we are with Glorbad. Well, I appreciate you the telling worst person me of all time. I appreciate you telling me your true name right off the bat cuz this makes this whole thing way easier. <laughs> Here's the deal with Glorbad. Okay? Out of everyone in this group, Glorbad is the only one who is trying to keep them quote on track. Mm-hmm. Why? Like, I get that the king gave you a mission to go get this queen and take her to this place. You found a cure for, like, the worst disease that has plagued the entire kingdom. And you're not going to take a pause on this other mission to, I don't know, at least, like, bring the intel to the king and be like, what do you want us to do now, king, that we have solve this major crisis and and maybe you want to give us more resources to pursue that avenue instead of going to do this other bs that like who even knows what it's for like who even cares at this point okay that's right like glorbad seems too committed to this mission he is. He is very committed. He also, like, his reasoning for not going with the curing the blackening thing is he's like, that's not for you to decide. Like, the king's supposed to make that decision. But the king doesn't have that information yet, which just seems like a weird thing to to rest your point on. Right. And then, okay, 
yeah also briefly about this like what's the freaking point of the king's envoy if you have to ask the king for every little thing that they're gonna do anyway so like just in terms of governing like envoys got to have some power otherwise like what's the point like just have a messenger Mm -hmm. you don't need like a special position but glorbad he refuses to do something key here that makes him suspicious and that is he refuses to go with arnok and alandria when they make their trip back to arnok's hometown Mm -hmm. and what happens when arnok and alandria go back home to their hometown there is a weird stuff going on very strange stuff happening uh-huh okay i don't think this isn't alandria or arnok doing this that doesn't strike me as like they're doing right so then if you're trying to be like disconnected like if you're trying to do a covert operation and it's been set up ahead of time there is no way you're going to be like forced into going and witnessing this thing that you've set up to happen from afar. Like if I have set up some kind of like heist in another state, there's no way if my buddies are like, Hey, do you want to take a trip to Montana this weekend? I'm going to say yes, because like just being close to the thing is going to be not good. Like I'm going to get suspicion thrown on me. So there's no way I'm getting close to that. Then, at the very end of this section, Luke, what happens when they finally get to their destination? What do we find? Okay, you, you mean like the very the very last chapter of the section, Glorbad gets, in theory, murdered by a big old demon guy. Mm-hmm. In theory, murdered. Now... It's interesting. It's interesting that Glorbad is like pushing this whole time. He's like, we got to get to this place. We got to get there. That's our main goal. That's what the king told us to do. And then as soon as they get there, boom, giant demon. It's been there for a long time and nobody's around. Right. Glorbad also like pushed to be in front here. Yes. Yes. This is, like, it's striking me so much as, like, somebody who's trying to get all suspicion off of them and so is trying to, like, just disappear into the background. Is it, Like, has a mission, has to get them to this place, and then, you know, maybe he's going to go off and live in Fiji or something after this. But he's got to right. fake his own death so that no one comes after him. Smart. Very smart, I'll say. So Glorbad strikes me as incredibly suspicious here okay yes he does to complete this he has to have some control over the demon right mm-hmm. we we think in we think in glorbad is minigog what if glorbad is minigog i'm glad we've gotten here luke i am here for that very confident now that we've gotten here uh, he also has a real big problem with Aranok, despite them like Glorbad and Aranok mm-hmm. not really having a past, mm-hmm. but but uh, Minigog and, and Aranok for sure do. Now here's the thing: check, I can I checkmate. can I can hear people being like, Aranok definitely knows what this guy looks like. Like we all know what this guy looks like. Ah, 
But Luke, this section, we've been introduced to a whole variety of different magic users in this world, and they all have different things that they're good at. Minigog is one that was unusual because he was good at two things, or so mm-hmm. they thought he was only good at two things. Could be three. What if he can do the like transformation, like the metamorphosis stuff too? Like they think they've got him locked up. No, 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 no. He's just in disguise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I definitely think that it's him. <laughs> right. I think we've we've determined that for sure. It's got to be Glorbat is <laughs> Minigog confirmed. Yes. Right. For sure. Um, I don't... I feel like there's probably several ways in a magical world that he could, like, disguise his features. Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. some way, mm-hmm. I feel like he's like a necromancy guy. Maybe the real Glorbad died or something, and he has some kind of power where he can take over his body. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Something like that mm-hmm. seems reasonable. Right. Right. Oh, also, the other like very small thing, but is also important. At the very beginning, Aranok does that little test where he's like, I'm telling you we're leaving from the West Gate, but actually we're not. Because I want to see if there's an ambush waiting for us. And there was an ambush waiting for them. <laughs> right. Yeah, but it was like two little scrub reaver guys. Right, 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 right. All I'm saying, though, is like, that doesn't count out. Like, that doesn't clear your party. Oh, for sure not. Like, this is just another piece of evidence on the pile that, like, Glorbad is bad. Yes, so I, I agree. I'm glad we've gotten here um, <laughs> because I had a negative note about Glorbad that I started feeling bad about about saying. Oh, okay, yeah. After learning like his past and then he gets murdered. But now I feel very comfortable with this critique. Yeah, hit us with it. Uh, <laughs> Glorbad, I, I forget who exactly he's talking to. I want to say he's talking to Neria. But with some class A bullshit about why he sucks, <laughs> I think Neria like asks him what's wrong with him. And he's like, listen, every man has got a little bit of a monster in them. Some people run away from it. Some people embrace it and some people drown it. And that's why I drink. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah what a what a way to i just it. imagine this was like moments or i don't know about moments but very soon after neria tells her, her like horrific origin story i her eyes are just still rolling <laughs> after glorbad says this because are you out of your mind buddy Right, like, what a way, what an excuse to make for why you're a piece of shit sometimes. What an excuse to make that you're like, every man has this feeling inside of them. (laughs) This is just how I deal with it. Yeah. Shut up, Glorbad. (laughs) Glorbad sucks. I'm glad he's I'm glad he's Midigog. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Speaking, hold on though, because I don't think, oh God, we always do this, but I'm not letting our party off the hook. Okay. Uh, we're, <laughs> I've got some critiques for the rest of our party as well. Ooh, okay. Love that. All right. They're, they're having like, they have, we have a shopping montage, not a montage. We have a shopping scene with Samily, right? These, the two women friends in the group are going to show Samily how to buy clothes and look pretty. And Samily's like, oh, I don't get it. Ah, I'm a tomboy. Remember that? Remember that? Um, But then they pick out the clothes that Samily wants and sure, the shopkeeper is like a little bit taken aback by it. Like, oh, maybe you didn't know that's traditionally a, a men's doublet. Maybe, maybe you want to wear something different. And they're immediately like, fuck you. She's a beautiful queen <laughs> and she can wear whatever she wants. And also, you're going to have it for her tonight. And he's like, actually, I've got like several other clients that I need to get their work done. And they're like, yeah, right. You asshole. You're doing it tonight. This is so true. This is so true. Why are we being such a bully to the shopkeeper? (laughs) They they imply like they take this like on the assumption that he's being horribly like, uh, I don't know, like offensive in some way and literally all he said was that's men's clothing which is what they had been just saying we don't even get a tone i don't even know what tony said it in maybe it was a just fyi kind of tone (laughs) the part and and like okay i could definitely imagine his tone being super snarky and being like you shouldn't buy that it's men's clothing Maybe that's the tone. And if so, sure, fuck him. Like, at that point, you can say, like, piss off. She can wear whatever she wants. Uh, But when he comes back later and is like, I have other clients that I have to get their stuff done for them. Like, you like times are very tough out here, (laughs) y'all. Times are extremely tough. You don't need any of this. Like, Samily right. didn't even really want to come shopping. You have everything you need. This shopkeeper, like, has to stay here after you leave. And so he's got to explain to his clients, like, I know I promised you I'd get you that tux uh, tomorrow for your wedding. But the king's envoy came through and I had to do his thing. Yeah, he just lost he just lost a regular. Right. Because because you wanted to give Samily some extra clothes right. that she doesn't even really like. Cut this guy some slack, please. Things are so hard out here. Things are so hard out here for everybody. And like just chill a little bit. Just chill. Also, also, do you need it tailored? Do you need this tailored? I don't think so. No, you don't. Hey, just go go on the clearance rack. She doesn't care. Samily, just find something. She doesn't care at all. She literally doesn't care. She's going to be wearing her armor six days out of seven in the week. And then she's going to be nude taking a bath the other day. She doesn't care. She doesn't care. 
give this shopkeeper a break please things are tough tough day for the shopkeep oh it's so tough so tough man i'm just i'm not letting anybody off the hook for sure for sure i i will say though alondria and neria are the ones that that do this and they are by far the best (laughs) uh yeah for the most part yeah (laughs) especially alondria because like aranok and his mentor and like some of the other people are just like being just so annoying sometimes and thank god for alondria coming in and just be like shut up just like do the thing and i think they really needed that and i think i don't know it's it's a good role for her yes alondria as the voice of reason is very good and we appreciate it but i think i think that can maybe go a little too far which is maybe what we saw with samily where i think with Alondria and Aranok, she's like constantly looking at how other people are treating Aranok and being like, why are you putting up with this dude? Like, this guy's a piece of, like a piece of shit. What are you doing? And I think maybe here with the shopkeeper, it was like a little, a little overboard. It was a little bit like, mm. uh, too much. We were, we react, we overreacted to the shopkeeper. Okay, sure. She's, she's taking some interactions from different people and putting them onto the shopkeeper. I can see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. I am glad that she put uh the like Arnox mentor in his place a little bit. This guy's a jerk. Okay. Arnox is over here like finding the cure and solving it. And then and then he does he like finds the words. Which like sure, okay, good job. Uh that's like very helpful. Yeah, you get some credit for it. Yeah. But then he goes in and like takes full credit for the curing. And it's like, come on, man, Aranok did like 90% of that. You like read a book last night. Right. Let's think about risk for who took the most risk in finding this cure. Aranok went to like the heart of the disease, brought back some of the diseased people. And made the key discovery. Like, this, Aranok made the key discovery for all this thing happening. If we were publishing papers about this, Aranok would be first author. Because the mm-hmm. key insight came from Aranok to, to allow any of this to happen. Really, Aranok's mentor is, like, the intern or the, like, grad student that you pass off the project to. Because you're like, listen, I know the information is out there somewhere. This is the key thing. This is what we're researching. So just like do, you know, do the work, do the research, do the math, figure out the the thing. But here's the theory. Here's the key. Mm -hmm. That's, that's the main thing. That's like a big, that's like most of the thing when you do that. That's most, by far most of it. Arnott cured the blackening, okay? I won't hear anything else. I know. I know. Ugh. It's like, okay, this is why I think we, uh, I appreciate Alondria so much because everybody is so rude to Arnok and he is like, not only really high up in your government system. So like, even if he wasn't a cool guy, you should probably just treat him with respect because he'll destroy you if you're like too much of an asshole to him. 
and you should be intimidated by his position. And then second off, he's like the nicest guy of all time. Arnok is like the greatest dude. And like, you're still being so rude to him. Yeah. Yeah. He's getting a lot of, a lot of unfair criticism and disrespect, I think. The one, like, this is the guy that's, that beat Minigog. And now he's solving the plague. Can we give him High some fives, props, please? At least. <laughs> the one for me, the most infuriating one, and the one that I was so happy ended like it did, is he goes back and he's talking with Paul, his sister's husband. And Paul is like giving him like a little bit of sass. He's like, Minigog didn't have any allies. What are you talking about? That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And I'm sitting here like, Paul, you work, you work at like the Gap, okay? You are like a manager at the Gap and you're talking to the vice president right now. And you're going to tell him, you're going to tell him that Medicare for all is infeasible because <laughs> from the Gap, you can't imagine it happening. Right. I, I I was like losing my mind. And so it was so satisfying when Arnok ended that with like, listen, shitbird, like, we're not doing this, okay? Like, we're done. I hate you. I think you're a terrible person. Everything you say is trash. Don't ever talk to me again. <laughs> and I was like, thank you, Arnok. He d Paul definitely needed it. I, I'm worried that it's going to come back in a distressingly negative way, uh, but he definitely needed it. God, he sucks so bad. We we talked about it very briefly, um, but so there's there's a new character, Rasa, I think is her name. She's the she's the anamorph lady. Uh, this is the best skill, yeah. right? By far. No question. Normally, normally in a story like this, when this is one of the things, it's like you get one. Like, oh, yeah, you have to choose. And you're like, uh, do I want to be a dolphin or do I want to fly? She can be anything, like, as many times as she wants. That's incredible. The versatility of her magic is outstanding. Because it sounds like not only can she be any animal, so, like... You have all the powers of all animals, but also you can like change your own personal appearance to look however you want. So like you like, okay, not only are you looking 10 out of 10 every day, which apparently she is. Right. And it's very like it's noted extensively by Aranok, which <laughs> has a it, very strong effect on Aranok. Yeah. But also say you need to like, you got a little secret mission you're going on. Like we already talked about with the Glorbad thing. You can look like a completely different person. Mm -hmm. No one's tracing mm -hmm. that back to you. Because what do you even look like? You're a bird. Right. Right. Like clearly the, clearly the best. The other thing that's crazy about this that I think makes it so much more powerful than a lot of the other magics that we've seen. Arnok can do like one thing. And then he's, like, too tired to do anything else. He, like, 
he like can raise up a mud wall and then he's like god that really took it out of me i've got to rest for a long time before i can do anything else and samily can like heal some wounds as long as they weren't too old and it's like oh and then she has to sleep for like days and days which we're gonna get back to the whole time wizard thing but first of Mm -hmm. all this person this animorph can turn into a falcon for like hours and then go teach someone how to do magic, turn back into a falcon, fly back, and like have no issues. It seems like that's totally fine and they can just do it. So powerful. She She's over here being a tutor? Excuse me? This is the most powerful person in the kingdom. What are we doing? Let's find another job for her. Or at the very least, if I'm her, I'm like, you know what? I could go train your niece. And it sounds like that's a very worthy cause. But I'm actually just going to be flying around that day. I decided that's just a me day. And I'm soaring. Have you ever flown before? It's incredible. (laughs) Also, like, we're really not utilizing her at the moment right oh hey here's a bunch of new information that we learned that i'd love to get the king's input on oh you can be there in two hours (laughs) let's do it oh this is like such a good point luke why why is she not the messenger for the king right Mm -hmm. like king needs to get a message out quick Sure, he has special messengers that can get it out in like a day or so. But this person can not only get a message out in hours, but if the king's like, hey, I heard the blackened were on the move. Can you go check that out? She's like, oh, yeah, I'll be back in a couple hours. I'll tell you exactly where they are and how many there are. (laughs) And this is, Luke, keep in mind, this is all just in in eagle form. This is just in Mm -hmm. bird form. We haven't even touched the surface of all the different powers that she has. I know. What are we doing with her? Oh my gosh. It's, it is absurd how underutilized her talents are right now. Very underutilized. Um, unless she's a spy. Which she could be. <laughs> you never know. She does have This secrets. is the thing, though. You never know. With someone that's a anamorph, I'm gonna keep using anamorph. I think it's apt. Since we're talking about about this magic, mm-hmm. we learn that Samily can't actually do healing, and it sounds like she couldn't because there's some restriction on the magic in this world. Because every time she said she could do healing, they were like, "Yeah, but you take the wounds on yourself, right?" And she was like no i just straight up heal them and they were like "Mm, i don't know about that so it sounds like straight up healing is like impossible by how the magic in this world works Mm -hmm. but we do find out she's a time wizard that's like a thousand times better right oh yeah that's oh yeah that's like if if i'm samily and they tell me you're not actually healing people you're taking their bodies back in time i'm like sick Yeah, that's definitely better. It's so much better. Because, like, already, like, your thing was, uh, maybe I can heal someone, like, a little bit 
every so often because it takes so much out of me. Now it's like so much more because you can still do that, right? But now like, oh, I don't even have to check for studs. I can just like nail it in. And then if it's not a stud, I can just like go back. <laughs> That's That might be the stupidest uh, use of Sam Lee's power that I've ever heard, but I think it's incredible. I, I, yeah, I hung a, hung a shelf this weekend and, um, it was tough, but (laughs) there's a lot of uses. There's so many uses being a time wizard. I think, I think we missed an opportunity to experiment a little bit with this because, Mm. You know, we learned that she's not healing. She does time magic. And then Aranok claims that she has told him she can't do it if somebody's died already. Why? Like, what What does that mean? Because he hands her a leaf that's, like, not on a tree anymore. And she turns it back in time. So, like, when you say something's dead, what is... What does that mean for Samily okay. and her time power? Because if right the 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 this comes up because the person that they're interrogating for the murder of the messenger like bashes his head in and dies. And Aranok's like even if Samily were here, she couldn't do anything. She says she can't do stuff with dead dead people. What? Like where does that come from? In all the where in the time laws does it say mm-hmm. you can't bring a dead person back in time? Right. You're you're saying that we're missing out on some experiments to get more information about like magical theory here. Yes, we need some data, especially because time wizards are so rare. Why? Why is there a limit about death mm. with a human? Mm-hmm. Because like so many questions, so many questions, Luke, and right. It would be super important to, I think, study them, study them. A little right. Because because we're, we're we're believing her that she can't bring back someone that just died. Right. But there's a ton of probably immoral experiments that you could do that could get some cool, find some cool information about death, I guess. Well, and not even like that amoral, like take her to the rodent lab where you're doing you're already doing experiments on rodents take her to one that's died of like even natural causes 10 minutes ago and be like can you take it back 15 minutes and see if it's still alive Mm -hmm. let's try that it's also crazy luke now that you mentioned that that she says that she can't do it for dead things like three days ago she thought god gave her these magic powers and she was a healing wizard does this is like this is like a first grader going up to the teacher and being like, uh, hey, so I learned two plus two is actually five. And the teacher being like, you know, I am pretty sure it's not. But, uh, you know, this person's experience is valid. So, sure. Maybe for you it's five. Right. Yeah. Because they do actually say at one point that the the healing that she's done in the past that took the most out of her was not the bigger wounds it was the like older wounds mm-hmm. which which implies that like 
more catastrophic things that she's taking you back in time for don't necessarily take more energy. Right. I feel like I feel like what's going to like cool experiment we're going to get you know what now that I'm thinking about this I'm about to do like necromancy <laughs> where like she's going to bring the rat back but it's not going to have like its soul right. or whatever. Right. It's going to be like a dementor's kiss kind of situation. This is the this is the way I'm kind of getting out of that or I'm I'm kind of giving Samly an out is like maybe in this universe when you die your soul leaves and that can't come back through time. Mm-hmm. You know, like your soul is unbound to time and when you take the body back the soul doesn't come with it. Maybe. But like But you got to test it out. Yeah, let's get some tests, point. please. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, they they got really hyped about the time thing and then just kind of like, were like, all right. And to be fair, Aranok's doing a little bit of training. But he's more doing training to like hone her magic abilities and not like, hey, let's test out how time magic works because this seems super interesting. Yeah. So. Was it kind of rude since we're on Samily? She, like, mentions that she can heal people. Mm -hmm. And the doctor, nurse, whatever role she is, is, like, super hyped and is like, yeah, you got to fucking go nuts, heal everyone. And is, like, super pissed that they want Samly to do something else. Like, I get it that she's, like, really cares for her patients. It's still kind of, it's kind of rude. Is it kind of rude? I don't know. I don't think so. I kind of get it. Like, I'm over here, like, injecting people with stuff and, like, putting leeches on them. And they're, like, barely getting better. And you're telling me somebody can come over and, like, touch them. And they're instantly healed and, like, back good as new. And they're not going to do it because maybe they want to help out their other friend in a few days. What? What? I have a kid who has leeches all over him in bed three. He's like very sick and he's in a lot of pain. That's okay. I see what you're saying. I think that she has an argument. I think that the way (laughs) this is probably nitpicky. I think that she was just really rude about it. Mm -hmm. I think there's a possibility, Luke. But I'm going to cut her some slack here because she's probably got a terrible job. It is a tough job. That's fair. And this is also after they brought two blackened to her hospital. Like, what are we doing? Like, her job just got so much worse. Right. They did break the news to her pretty poorly. I feel like you brace, brace for a second. Like, hey. I'm going to tell you something upsetting, but it's fine. Don't panic. But instead, they were just like, yeah, they're blackened. Everyone's probably going to die. <laughs> they didn't say everyone's probably going to die, Luke. They did. They did take precautions. <laughs> I'll say they did kind of ease into it. And kind of, but not well. I enough. think you're right. They could have done a little bit of a better job to be like, now what I'm going to tell you is very startling, but it's okay. They didn't do that. You're right. They could have done a little bit better job. That's fair. That's fair. 
But I think she does have a bit of a point. Like, I kind of sympathize with her. And I don't think... I don't think the argument that, like, once you tell somebody everybody's going to want you to do things for them is a is a good one. Because, like, yeah, everybody is going to want you to do things for them because those things are, like, super helpful. Like, all those things that they're going to want you to do, like, life and death. It, like, literally life and death choices. Like, what? Great. Sign me up. Sign me up. Right. And and she does seem like willing to do that. Right. Right. And like, ah, oh, man. I I can sympathize that like there will be non-stop work for her. Like literally 100% of the time people will be begging her to save their loved one's life. I get that. But is that a reason to like not tell anyone and not help literally anyone with your power? Like the alternative that she's taken on is like, I'm only going to help very, very few people with this power. I think that part of it is that she's also like one of these most powerful like warriors in the kingdom. Mm -hmm. So like she has these two roles that are that she can't do both of full time. And so it's like, which one, which one is most important at the time? And like during normal times, definitely the healing one, Mm -hmm. but during like demon slaying time when everyone else can't do it and you can dominate a demon in one strike, then like, maybe let's keep you on that role. Here's why this is, here's why this argument, Luke is a bad one. Okay. She can heal the most devastating wounds as long as they happened very recently. Throw her on the battlefield. What are you talking about? Okay, okay, okay. But this is we we don't know exactly how like how much energy she's losing. So like maybe it's like if it's if it's within a minute, right? Because it's going to take her a little bit of time to like get there and all of that. You're like exhausted for an hour. Mm. And then like it goes up. Mm-hmm. Depending on the situation, maybe the, maybe the demons like we're getting too far into the nuances of this like situation. And it's very specific, but maybe the demons hurting like four people an hour. Yeah, Luke. Okay, okay. We we need to get out of this like hyper detailed discussion. My only thing that I want to say here is like, I think she could be literally on the battlefield fighting a demon and like, oh, brother Torrance over there just got cut. I'm there in five seconds. I heal it up, and I'm like, yeah, it takes a little bit out of me, and I'm not going to be like the leading the charge against this demon. But like, as long as I'm just like there with everybody, I'm like healing everybody we're all, and we can do like way different tactics imagine how the battle tactics change if you can be like yeah i can totally lose both of my legs if i go in and take this risky maneuver that will give us this opportunity for you to just destroy this thing in one in one go right okay that's true but you're also like you're assuming that people are getting injured and not killed God, this is why I think we, this is again taking us back to why we need to experiment with this, with this <laughs> whole thing. 
I just it's true. There's a lot here to unpack with Sam Lee being a time wizard instead of a healing wizard that I think is just like it's there's a lot here. There's a lot here. There is there is a lot here. Since we're talking about the White Thorns, the last thing that I want to talk about. Brother Mariston is the head of this order that has like two branches. One of them are the like priests who are like seem to be in charge. And then another are the white thorns who are like warrior monks. It strikes me as a little hypocritical that Brother Mariston is about to go on this quest with Neria and Glorbad and they give him some armor and they give him an axe and he looks like uncomfortable with the axe he looks like i don't really want to use this like i'm kind of a non-violent kind of guy but at the same time his whole deal like the thing that they are most known for are training like the most powerful warriors that exist like they're training people to commit like the best violence ever they're doing like top tier violence but mm-hmm. they themselves aren't willing to like swing a sword granted he is he does do it but he's like uncomfortable with the idea right you're like you're saying it's a little bit i don't know i don't think hypocritical is the right word but like he gets to be the good like nonviolent pacifist and get credit for like that whole deal Mm -hmm. even though he's like responsible for actually for like on a larger scale a lot of violence yes yes even like it's good violence like one (laughs) theory but uh he's he's kind of like washing his hands of it even though he's actually like pretty involved right like the white thorns there is an argument to be made here that the white thorns are just like a tool of this religious order. Like the white thorns are just a sword by another name that they are wielding. But at the same time, when they actually put an ax in his hands, he's like, Oh, I didn't think I'd have to actually touch this. Oh, am I going to get blood on me? I really don't want to get blood on me. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I agree with you there. Especially when you consider it's like we're probably going to be fighting like demons. Like you don't really like I don't think that they're expecting him to fight against like the Reavers. Mm -hmm. Right. But maybe. Well, well, I don't know. Take some swings at these cocoon guys. That seems fine. Yeah, they seem to me. Well, they seem part human, though. I mean, okay, but they're like (laughs) bugs that are trying to murder you and eat you. So it's like fine. Yeah, it's. It's probably fine. I mean, the Reavers are also usually trying to kill you, too. So I think, like... What is going on with the Reavers? (laughs) Who are you guys? I don't know, Luke. I do not know. Just, like, a ragtag group of, like, three at a time that are in some way fully organized and apparently, like, potentially aligned with you now, but no. But still attacking you? Wild, What's man. happening? The Reavers are pretty crazy. 
Oh, okay. I, actually, as I was as we were talking about that with Brother Marison, I had I had a theory that hit me. Okay. This is this is happening live. Do you remember? <laughs> do you remember how we were walking along the road and we passed a set of white thorn armor just sitting there? Yes. And we had a good discussion about that last time. They identified the armor as belonging to somebody that's real big. And they were like, how many mm-hmm. people in your order are this big? And he was like, not many. Brother Mariston is pretty big. We also find out Samily is a time wizard. It's not healing. It's a time wizard. Do you think this is Brother Mariston's armor? It, okay, it could be. I, I think that it would have to. I don't quite remember the timeline of when they met up with them. Um, I also want to say, this is something that I should have said last episode. Can we get some name tags for this armor? Oh, or at least write your name inside with a Sharpie. Also, write, write your name inside. Also, there's like 30 of them. You don't know the big guy. Come on. Big Jeff. You know, Big Jeff. Come up with some, some idea. Like maybe there's three of them. Like, uh, it could be, it could be Big Jeff. It could be Steve. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Okay. Sure. Sure. But yeah, okay, maybe yeah. Let's keep an eye on that because it could be, uh, could be brother. He's a big guy and surprisingly buff. And I don't know why he's buff. He seems to have training. Like they're surprised by how good he is with this axe. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, this might be Brother Mariston's armor. <laughs> could be from the past. I love it. So yeah, let's keep an eye on that, Luke. Keep an eye on that. Sure. Um, but all right, Luke, uh, we've got a lot of theories. There's a lot of mystery to be wrapped up, mm-hmm. hopefully, or at least partially explained in this finale of the Lost War. And I'm excited to get to it, Luke. I'm excited. So read up on that. We'll, we'll catch you next week with a few more hot takes. Or dumb nerds. <laughs>